at SFM Radio and at Pimelo Mutile on Twitter. All right, let's continue our focus on COVID-19 and the now total shutdown that will happen from 12 midnight. I've asked the Department of Justice to just give us some some highlighted issues that we need to just uh, touch base on because many of you were questioning uh, all sorts of decisions around, you know, visiting your loved ones in prison and so on. Everything is shifted now. We are now here. I have asked the department to join us and have a conversation with us around other things that are affected by the shutdown. Crispin Peary joins us now on the line. Good afternoon and thank you so much for making the time to talk to us. Thank you for having me, Pamela, and good afternoon to our listeners. So let's quickly talk about the courts. At this point from tomorrow, how will they be functioning? A number of courts um, have started releasing some court directions as to how the directors, as to how the courts will be operating. And it's most likely that um, the courts will be operating only on an urgent basis and only for COVID-19 matters. And we're also looking at the possibility of ensuring that insofar as um, matters of of bail are concerned, um, police bail and is used as much as possible. So uh, police officers and the NPA would have to apply their discretion on how they can secure the attendance of an offender at a date after the lockdown. This is very interesting. So just explain it to me. You've just said it it looks like only matters related to COVID-19 will be addressed. So, for instance, we've just now... And urgent matters. And urgent matters. Okay. So it looks like, for instance, we've just spoken about um, the home situation and if, if, if there's a scuffle at home and things go wrong there, not likely to be categorized as COVID-19, but it is a matter Certainly where somebody needs to matters, be removed. And then they will... Matters of- Let's just maybe clarify that matters of domestic violence, matters of, for instance, you are required to get a protection order, that also will be considered sexual offences. Crime will be also considered, of course, considering the gravity of the crime. Yes. Um, So court cases are being reviewed as to the scale of the offence that we're dealing with. But typical, typical matters that Mm -hmm. you would have access to a court to that are not at the level of a serious Mm offence, I think those will be scaled down significantly. But this does not mean that if someone commits an offence, such as murder Mm -hmm. or domestic violence or a sexual offence, they would not have a right to appear in court to present their evidence on whether or not that crime was committed. In other words, we're not likely to see people sitting um, in holding cells because there's now this period and then only... Uh, waiting for their matter to be heard after the shutdown. Those matters will still continue as much as it's possible. Yes. Um, So judicial officers will use their discretion um, to see how those matters can move forward where they can. Um, And it's also important to point out that we are restricting um, access to courts by individuals. So Mm -hmm. only if you have an interest in a matter will you be permitted to enter a court. Only if you are a witness will you be permitted to enter a court. And only if you, for instance, are a member of the media where you need to cover these cases because one thing is trite in the judicial system that justice must be seen to be done. So, of course, you would need witnesses to some extent. You also need this to be covered by members of the media where necessary. So that will be still granted but subject to screening in our facilities and subject to ensuring that the social distancing protocols are adhered to in each courtroom. So can I just clarify for those who are asking, uh, it may be a silly question, but things like small claims court, uh, family courts, um, divorce cases, are those likely to be halted? Yes, small claims court is definitely likely to be halted. Um, 
family court matters, depending on the type of matter, mm-hmm. um, the general matters would likely to be halted. But say, for instance, there's an urgent matter where you may need to get access to a child or mm-hmm. so on, that may be considered um, by the relevant authorities. We are looking at ensuring that at least that is facilitated. Okay. Is there anything that you think it's important for you to, to express to the public at the moment? We want to just say, uh, to date, insofar as correctional facilities are concerned, we have no confirmed incident of COVID-19 insofar as inmates are concerned. Minister yesterday had outlined that in, in I think it was in the free state, there were individuals, officials, who had come into possible contact with individuals who had tested positive for COVID-19. They have been cleared, so they had COVID-19 negative and were placed under isolation during the period of suspicion. And so it's clear that they have not come into contact with uh, other offenders in in the course of their work. So that is clear. Mm -hmm. And we also want to continue to beg with our our citizens that the lockdown now is quite extensive. So the question of visits is is almost out of the question. So you will not be able to visit offenders um, in our prisons. But as soon as the lockdown at least ends, those matters will be reviewed because we do understand the rights that have been trampled upon. But we also want to stress that um, what we're looking at now is a necessary limitation of people's rights, uh, especially the right to movement. And we, we would like to thank people for working with us in this difficult period and continue to do so as we, we try and combat and flatten the curve. Is this likely to affect somebody who was meant to be released at this time? If you are meant to be released, I, I don't think that this would affect you. Um, your sentence would have expired. But of course, the head of centers will apply their mind as to as to how those matters are, uh, are perceived or are dealt with, especially, for instance, matters of parole. Um, if you were due for consideration for parole, what does that mean? That would now require a different dispensation. So a parole board would not continue ordinarily as it would have. It would suspend its operations to some extent for 21 days. For re- the reason why I say some extent, there may be some exceptional circumstances where a parole board is required to do its work, then that that particular circumstance will be evaluated. What What is your rollout plan with regards to testing? As you would know uh, from the World Health Organization and the Department of Health, we are not at a stage of mass testing yet. Mm-hmm. So the procedure now is screening, first to determine whether an individual has come into contact with anyone with COVID-19 or has been to a country, a high-risk country, as determined by the Minister of Health. Thereafter, if that is the case, one is then required to quarantine and test. Then we then have to trace the contacts if that person is indeed positive so that we can quarantine those individuals and so on and so on. So that is the procedure that is still in application. There's no mass testing yet. It is extensive screening. After determining whether someone is COVID-19 positive, thereafter, the, the testing process that Can I ask you an, an unfortunate question? So in the event that you have numbers of people who need to be quarantined, we know that you've got problems with space in jails and so on. Do you have the capacity to do that or, or are you looking at uh, public works, for instance, for, for more space? We have a team that's working not only with public works, but also the Department of Health okay. um, to determine uh, these aspects that I've just spoken of, of COVID-19, but also insofar as creating where we need to create facilities Mm. um, for people to be quarantined within correctional services, there is a team across the country working with public works to make that determination where necessary. So that that is something that we have considered. And there is at least 
at this stage a human capacity that is dealing with a potential eventuality of that of that sort. On a human level, if I may ask, I mean, what's the mood like in prison? It's one thing for us out here. I mean, you can see that we're panic-stricken almost. Are people inside also panic-stricken? What's the mood like? The flow of information? The, as of today, we have uh, a report uh, on what the sentiment of prison is, at least so far as the inmates are concerned. And, and we have a communication plan in place to reassure them that um, as we speak currently, they are at least safe and there are measures that have been taken. All of the measures that are being applied externally and internally in correctional services is to protect them and our officials who, who take, care, take care of them or guard them uh, during their incarceration. So we are reassuring them as much as possible that everything has been done to show that um, COVID-19 does not find itself at least in a correctional facility. And in the event that it does, there are plans in place to ensure that it does not uh, spread uh, rapidly, as, as we have seen with people outside Kristen uh, of Perry, correctional facility. Really Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for making the time to talk to us. He's from the Department of Justice, and he is the spokesperson there.